We're going to turn our attention to some racing now ahead of a big weekend. Gloucester Park coming up tonight, Belmont tomorrow. It's going to be a little bit wet, but uh, yeah, we'll get uh, the best bets from one of our favourites here uh, on generally on a Friday afternoon from Tab Radio on the races WA. Tim Walker's with us. Tim, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Matt, and all of your listeners. Great to be with you once again. Uh, thank you very much for, for taking the time. A pleasure to have you uh, back on the show. How are things looking for across the weekend when it comes to the weather and uh, and the track, particularly at, at Belmont? Yeah, looking at the forecast, and it's updating every couple of hours or so, and it looks like it's just got a little bit wet, certainly for tomorrow. And today, look, hopefully these intermittent showers that are going through through aren't doing too much uh, in terms of, uh, well, not so much damage to the track, but in terms of dampening the track. Hopefully there's not too many downgrades that are on the way, but just having a look at how things are placed at the moment, it's a soft six Belmont Park. And again, we've said it on uh, this program a number of times before, is that the track does drain pretty well. So it, the problem is at the moment, it's just not drying weather. So look, I, I yeah. think we're probably going to be looking at something like a soft six or a soft seven again for tomorrow at Belmont Park. And in terms of Gloucester Park tonight, we'll be hinting at showers. We did see at various stages through last week's program. So it might just be a case that the drivers will come back in fairly dirty, certainly those that are in behind the leader at the very least. All right. Well, before we do get into some of your uh, tips for the weekend ahead, I uh, did want to just touch on... Um uh, Royal Ascot, because there's plenty happening across in the UK. Um, I think we had a couple of WA horses over there, but nothing that uh, that really stood out. No, look, we've had a terrific three nights so far there. Nights over here in uh, Western Australia, that is. Afternoons over there in the UK at Royal Ascot, and it's always one that is... It, it generates a lot of interest and excitement here in Australia. Occasionally, as we've had this week, we get some horses from down under that do head to the Northern Hemisphere, but we also keep an eye on a couple that may come out here for our spring, like the Melbourne Cup, the Caulfield Cup, the Cox Plate. Uh, in terms of the Australians there, first and foremost, we saw the Kingstand Stakes on uh, Tuesday night, which was taken out by Brad Selk, Coolangatta and also Cannonball were there, but the best versions of Coolangatta and Cannonball simply didn't turn up there on Tuesday night. So they were unplaced. But I think in terms of our best winning chance from down under, that will come tomorrow night in the Queen Elizabeth II Jubilee Stakes. And that will be where we get to see Artorias, who was third in the race last year. He goes there this year with a Group 1 win under the belt. That was in the Canterbury Stakes back in March. He is the favourite at the moment with Tab Touch. And I think he's going to be right there in the thick of things. So certainly hoping that Anthony and Sam Friedman can get a winner there at the Royal Meeting. And in terms of the rest of it, last night we got to see the Ascot Gold Cup and every time that Frankie Dettori rides a big yeah. race winner, it's always very exciting. And he was able to get another win in the Gold Cup overnight. Courage, mon ami. And you can see what it's meant to him on social media. He's been tweeting throughout the course of the afternoon. And we know that the career of Frankie Dettori is slowly starting to wind up and that's a great way for him to start the farewell proceedings at Royal Ascot with a win in the Gold Cup last night. All right, and um, just before we do get into the weekend head once again, I just wanted to have a look at um, the, the Perth Cup because it's going to be run for a, a million dollars, a million bucks uh, for the first time in over 100 years. Yeah, so it was $400,000 a couple of years ago. It went up to $500,000 
earlier on this year, and it has now doubled in prize money. So we, in the space, and when I say we, I mean WA, in the space of six weeks, we're going to have four races worth $1.5 million and a $1 million Perth Cup. Look, I think it's a fantastic move. There's a lot of interest and a lot of thirst in the racing industry for the Perth Cup to return back to its glory days. And when I say glory days, we're never going to get back to the days of 40,000 people at Ascot. But in terms of the prestige of the Perth Cup and making it a race that every trainer, every jockey here in WA wants to win, I think this is going to give it its best chance. And I think you'll get a couple of horses from the East Coast now. So instead of them packing up their bags at the end of, say, the northerly states at the start of December, they might hang around now until the 1st of January. And maybe it even attracts an extra, it attracts some of the big stables to bring an extra horse or two over here to target the Perth Cup. So I think everyone involved at racing and wagering Western Australia and Perth racing deserve a lot of credit for giving the Perth Cup a real shot in the arm. And if it doesn't work, at least you, can, you can't you can say that you didn't die wondering, if I can say, put it that way, Matt. It, uh, I'm really excited about January 1, 2024. All right, let's get into it. Belmont tomorrow, we'll start with Tim. A couple of really good horses to look forward to in the Rogan Josh Stakes, uh, particularly when it comes to Fear the Wind and Queen Alina. Yes, to co-trainer Dan Pierce today. And just a slight leaning towards Fear the Wind, purely because of that winning form and you talk about the Perth Cup $1 million well I'm sure that these two if they perform well here and then continue on the right path and and the path that they do look to be heading on it could end up at the Perth Cup on January 1. Queen Alina comes out of the Strickland Stakes finished fourth on that occasion I don't think she disgraced herself in any way shape or form Uh, I think the winning form though of Fear the Wind and with what Dan Pearce said earlier on about just that slight leaning towards fear the wind over Queen Alina that would be the way that I look at it but again Holy Enchantment comes out of that Strickland Stakes where he was behind the stable mate in last of the line and I don't think you can rule out a horse like Sluice Box either who's ticking over quite nicely at the moment and of course paying tribute to Rogan Josh who won the Melbourne Cup and flew the WA flag at Flemington more than 20 years ago Mm. Uh, well, yeah, great race to look forward to. That's race number five at Belmont tomorrow. Some uh, great horses there. So um, obviously Fear the Wind, uh, the favourite, Queen Alina, a couple of great horses, but uh, Sloosh Box as well, uh, another one to look out for. Uh, first race of the day, um, there's a fair bit of talk surrounding uh, the Trevor Andrews trained horse, uh, a lot of good men, the, the two-year-old. What can you tell us about it? Yeah, I'm glad you've brought this up, Matt, because I'm really looking forward to seeing him back. So it's just going to be a little hit-and-run mission over the course of the winter, and clearly there's going to be an eye towards the WA Guineas later on in the year for a lot of good men. Uh, The trial, I don't think we'd be too concerned at the fact that he finished second in that trial. He led throughout, and and he's not going to be leading tomorrow. Look, he's earned every bit of the 59.5 kilos that he has to carry tomorrow, but I still get the feeling that he can be too good, so... I think punters can start the day there with the $2.90 tap touch favourite and get off to a flyer. Let's hope that we see him do everything that he needs to do over the course of the winter. He comes, he then has a break and comes back in that mid to late October time and heads on that path towards the WA Guineas because he does look to be one of our really nice two-year-olds that will very soon be three-year-olds here in WA. All right. Is there anything else across the card that stands out for you? 
17 Triple J going around in race number four on the program. Now, he's short enough at $2.45. That's in race number four. And we did read throughout the course of the week that there's been a significant amount of interest, of course, in Hong Kong for Triple J. There had been some offers for Triple J. So looking forward to seeing Triple J going around. And also Colossal a little later on. I'm sure there'll be plenty of punters teaming up with Colossal in race number eight on the program, W Pike. Alongside Grant and Alana Williams, we do know that it is a very good formula. So I think it does look to be Colossal's day tomorrow afternoon. That's in race eight. So you can maybe look at multiing up a few of those shorties there at Belmont Park throughout the course of the afternoon and maybe make a little, uh, a, a nice little account in your Tab Dutch account. All right. So, well, there you go. A great day of racing to come at Belmont tomorrow. Hopefully. Uh, the rain doesn't come in too thick and fast, but uh, yeah, what did you say? I think we're looking at a soft seven, you you, uh, you said. So um, yeah, looking forward to a big day. What about uh, Gloucester Park tonight before I do let you go? Yeah, look, there's a couple of really nice horses going around. Obviously, Magnificent Storm's the main attraction. He goes around in the standoff 60 metres. I think it's going to be a bridge too far for him. I think himself can win that race, race four, number six. And then I think the two-year-old race at the end of the night in a wink race, nine, number five. I reckon the Greg and, Star, uh, Greg and Sky Bond Stable could have a nice little night there at Gloucester Park this evening. Nine races, it'll be a wet night, but there'll be plenty of good horses going around. So looking forward to being trackside in about an hour or so. Tim, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for taking the time and enjoy your weekend. Have a great weekend, Matt, and all of your listeners as well. Thank you. There he goes. Tim Walker from Tab Radio, the races WA. I thank him for his time on the program this afternoon.